Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Rumor has it that Yeshua broke the Sabbath. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Like many rumors, there may be a molecule of truth involved, but it's so twisted you might not recognize it. Let's talk about it. Now, if you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible, and the Bible is all about Yeshua the Messiah. Mm-hmm. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com, find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com, follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Canada and Colorado. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Red Pill Torah is an outreach of B'nai Ephraim, Messianic Ministries, and Assembly. Find us at BEMMA.org. At the time of this recording, we're still in the summertime. Many people consider this the peak of vacation season, what they feel is the best time to take off from work and focus on things other than work. That sounds like the Sabbath day, Dad. A time that our Elohim gave us to turn our focus from work to Him. You know, Daddy, I still wonder how it is that so many people who embrace Jesus have a problem with the Sabbath day, as if observing a day of rest is like being put into bondage. Yeah, Mama. You know, I think that's what happens when we start reading near the back of the Bible without being rooted and grounded in the Torah, the front of the Bible. Mm -hmm. When we embrace an understanding that erases the Torah as foundation and we add in the effect of translations across multiple languages, cultures, and centuries, we can end up pretty far from the meaning that was originally conveyed in Scripture. We can even find ourselves contradicting words that were spoken by the Most High Elohim himself, which is a dangerous position to be in. Let's go to what Jehovah Elohim himself said about the Sabbath day. I'll read from Shemot, or Exodus, chapter 20, starting at verse 8. Jehovah said, Remember the Sabbath day, to set it apart for Elohim. You have six days to labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Shabbat, or the Sabbath, for Jehovah your Elohim. On it you are not to do any kind of work, not you, your son, or your daughter, not your male or female slave, not your livestock, and not the foreigner staying with you inside the gates of your property. Now, to our listeners, the next verse is very special. Jehovah actually gives his reason why Israel is to remember the Sabbath day. Verse 11 says, For in six days Jehovah made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. But on the seventh day he rested. This is why Jehovah blessed the day, Shabbat, and separated it for himself. So Jehovah Elohim wants Israel to remember Shabbat because he blessed Shabbat after creation. We need to remember that our Elohim linked Shabbat observance to creation because Yeshua identified himself as Adon, or Lord, even of the Sabbath day. We find that in Matthew chapter 12, verse 8. Read verses 1 through 7 for context. We also see accounts of that same pronouncement in Mark chapter 2, verse 28, and Luke 6, verse 5. 
We'll come back to Yeshua being Lord of the Sabbath later in this podcast. So far, we have Yehovah's stated reason for why Israel must remember the Sabbath. And we have Yeshua's claim to be Lord of the Sabbath. In Devarim, or Deuteronomy chapter 5, we have Moshe repeating the instructions about the Sabbath day with a few notable differences. We can accept these differences as scripture because Elohim did not strike them down when Moshe said them. Rather, this pronouncement from Moshe was inspired by Jehovah Elohim himself. They were meant to give even more light to his original pronouncement about the Sabbath. Reading from chapter 5, verse 12, it says, Guard the day of Sabbath to set it apart as holy, as Jehovah your Elohim ordered you to do. You have six days to labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Shabbat, or Sabbath, for Jehovah your Elohim. On it you are not to do any kind of work, not you, your son, or your daughter, not your male or female slave, not your ox, your donkey, or any of your other livestock, and not the foreigner staying with you inside the gates to your property, so that your male and female servants can rest just as you do. You are to remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and Jehovah your Elohim brought you out from there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, Jehovah your Elohim has ordered you to keep the day of Shabbat. Tim, now we have another reason to observe the Sabbath. This reason is because Israel lived as slaves in Egypt, and our Elohim freed us. Slaves don't get days off, but since the Most High Elohim has freed us, we are to commemorate our emancipation by guarding his Shabbat, or Sabbath. How can people who love the Elohim of Israel equate guarding his Shabbat with bondage when he equates the Sabbath to celebrating freedom? I don't understand that one. And I am so glad that the Ruach HaKodesh opened our eyes to see this more clearly. There is even a connection between celebrating freedom and the first reason Jehovah gave for celebrating or remembering the Sabbath. So true, Mama. Let's read more from Genesis chapter 1. Now, to our listeners, please remember that the chapter and verse markings were added by men much later. They help us to find scriptures more quickly, but we should not read as if these verse and chapter markings are permanent fixtures in the text. We'll start reading at Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, and continue right on into chapter 2. Now, starting at Genesis 1, 31, Elohim saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. So, there was evening and there was morning, a sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, along with everything in them. On the seventh day, Elohim was finished with his work, which he had made. So he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Elohim blessed the seventh day and separated it as holy, because on that day Elohim rested from all his work, which he had created, so that it itself could produce. There is a lot in that short reading, Daddy. Mm -hmm. For today, we want to focus on the way Jehovah described his creation. After every day of creation, up to the fifth day, Jehovah said that it was tov, or in English, good. After the sixth day, he described his finished creation as tov meod, or in English, 
Very good. What day comes after the sixth day? That would be the seventh day, which Yehovah called Shabbat. Yehovah associated the Shabbat with Tov Meod, or very good. So far, we have the Shabbat being associated with creation, very good, and freedom from slavery. Daddy, I would say those are all good things. Mama, I enthusiastically agree with you. Now, let's check out an encounter that Yeshua, the Lord of the Sabbath, had with some people at a synagogue on the Sabbath. Now, it should be known that it wasn't unusual for Yeshua to be found at a synagogue on the Sabbath day. We who love Yeshua need to walk even as he walked. So you're saying that since he was at an assembly with fellow believers on the Sabbath, we should do likewise? Yes, but that's for another podcast. Okay. Let's see what happened in Luke 13, starting at verse 10. Yeshua was teaching in one of the synagogues on Shabbat. A woman came up who had a spirit which had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and unable to stand erect at all. When he saw her, Yeshua called her and said to her, Woman, you have been set free from your weakness. He put his hands on her, and at once she stood upright and began to glorify Elohim. But the chief of the synagogue, indignant that Yeshua had healed on the Sabbath, spoke up and said to the congregation, There are six days in the week for working, so come during those days to be healed, not on the Sabbath. However, Yeshua answered him, You hypocrites, each one of you on the Sabbath, don't you loose your ox or your donkey from the stall and lead him off to drink? This woman is a daughter of Abraham, and Hasatan, the adversary, kept her tied up for 18 years. Shouldn't she be freed from this bondage on the Sabbath? By these words, Yeshua put to shame the people who opposed him. But the rest of the crowd were happy about all the wonderful things that were taking place through him. I've heard people say that this scripture is proof that Yeshua broke or invalidated the Sabbath. Mm. Now, from this scripture, we get an idea of where that idea came from, and it wasn't from Yeshua. The synagogue leaders saw healing on the Sabbath as work prohibited on the Sabbath, but the Lord of the Sabbath saw it differently. The Lord of the Sabbath saw healing on the Sabbath as restoring tov meod, or very good, to his creation. Yeshua identified the woman bent over as a daughter of Abraham. From the Torah, we learn that being a child of Abraham meant that she had a covenant right to tov meod. Mankind, Jehovah's creation, was not created to be bent over, unable to stand up straight. Jehovah's creation was not made to be bound by Hasatan either. Tov meod, or very good, means being free from bondage. Remember, Moshe associated guarding the Sabbath with freedom from bondage. Mm -hmm. The exodus from Egypt is a picture of the redemption that Messiah Yeshua gives to us who believe in him. By healing on the Sabbath, the Lord of the Sabbath was restoring a part of his creation to Tov Meod, or very good, status. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs are out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and embrace modern Christian doctrine that says that the Sabbath is bondage and done away by Jesus? Or would you take the red pill and enjoy the tov meod that the Lord of the Sabbath gives us to enjoy? 
on his Sabbath? Only you can answer that question. But I, I get it. Sin is a hard taskmaster. When you're used to getting a beating every day, it can be hard to comprehend being free. So hard that you could choose to stay in the prison confinement instead of enjoying Tov Me'od. John chapter 8 verse 34 through 36 says, Everyone who commits sin is the servant of sin. And the servant does not live in the house forever, but a son does remain with it forever. So if the son frees you, you really are free. Enjoy your freedom. Rejoice in the Sabbath day, just like the father and son do. Embrace the tov meod that you have been given. That's all we have time for today. So please share this episode with a friend and invite them to celebrate a day of freedom with you on the day that the father has chosen, the Sabbath. Thank you for listening to us at Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth.